Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 90, 94 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Kelberton, and who's running around in pitch blackness for some damn reason with me tonight? Wait, don't shoot. It's Michael K. Hughes. Stars. Adam America. Wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're all tyrants. And, and technically, there's a demo where Nemesis does say stars, so we'll just get that out of the way. In the, for Resident Evil 2? Yeah. Oh, what? So okay. they when they re-release the one, because they this game had the one-shot demo. Yeah. Uh, you can only play once, and then they eventually re-released the demo as RPD or whatever. If you waited outside of the uh, gate before you went into the police department, in the background you could hear Nemesis walking through, and he would just say stars. And it was to hint towards the Resident Evil 3 remake. Uh, yeah, I do hear That's about cool. that. I mean, they yeah. take place at the same time anyway, so he's out hey. there somewhere. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, well, because <laughs> that, I played the original Resident Evil two and three for the show earlier, and three takes place. Part of three takes place before two, and the other part of three takes place at the end of during two. I want to say like all of two takes place when Jill's passed out during three, something like that. Sounds good to me. After the the tram crash, I think man, it's been a long time since I played three. You know, it's it's after the tram crash, and she goes to the clock tower. She fights Nemesis. She gets poisoned by Nemesis at some point. Carlos leaves her there in a in a room with a one locked with an unlocked door, and she's fine for a day. But yeah, there you go. And zombies don't know how to use door handles. <laughs> they do in this game. All right, so I should introduce what we're talking about. We're going to be talking about Resident Evil Two Remake 2019, which is the newest game we ever done on the show. Unfortunately, <laughs> so last January. Yeah. Wait, yeah. 2019. We yeah. actually did talk about this off and on back in our Resident Evil 2 episode back in episode nine with a different cast where we had we had brought up. Unfortunately, kept talking about the remake because they just wouldn't stop. And so there will be spoilers for Resident Evil 2. I do want to put that out there. I mean, but I mean, the remake, yes, the remake came out a year ago, but it's the same damn story that came out back in 21 years ago. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> it really doesn't. I mean, I think you probably know the story. Umbrella bad. Raccoon City go boom. Yeah, uh, well, and that's a wrap. Let's call it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Shelf for bucks. <laughs> this game just... Okay, I, I have played a lot of horror games for this podcast. And I've played horror games before. I have never played a game that fucked me over mentally the way this game did. Set the scene for the audience there, Mike. What are okay, you so, so, there's, so I'm, I was starting to play this game a little bit. And maybe I'm, I'm still in the police station. I hadn't gotten to Mr. X yet. So I, I come home. like, oh, you know, I made dinner. I got a little time. Like, I'm going to play for so I play for an hour. And I'm, I'm going to go walk my dog and walk my dog. You know, everything's fine. I go upstairs. I go to bed. I'm like, I don't want to close my eyes. I'm like, ah, I'm fine. I'll just roll over. I don't want my back to the door. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I couldn't. I got four hours of sleep. So I couldn't stop thinking about zombies and Mr. X. And I was just paranoid to sleep. And I'm like, I know there's nothing wrong. I know there's no such thing, but I don't want to sleep. Yeah, I was so not happy. <laughs> that feeling that you got, that that just, even when you're done, and that sense of dread, that's what I experienced with other horror games in the past that we had talked about. And that's what made them so good, is that even after you're done playing it, you know, you're yeah, it left an impression on you. So I'm glad that you now got to play what I experienced as a child. So you, you now you can understand what a true survival horror game does to you. Well, part of it is we just bought a house, so now I'm not and I'm not used to living in a bigger area, so it, it doesn't help either. Yeah, <laughs> that freaks me out a lot more. That it's, nice 4D experience. I mean, this game is. A, I'm like, I'm gonna rag on this game throughout this episode. So I do want to get this out quickly. This is a good game, but it is not my kind of game. Yeah, it's a good game for people that are into this kind of game, like Adam. Yes, <laughs> I just I do got to say the gas station. Which 
it's new. It's fucking creepy as hell the way that this game starts off, where you you arrive to a gas station to get gas. Things are kind of messed up, and you get a flashlight right away, and you're wandering around trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Boy, do you need that flashlight, because they immediately plunge you into complete darkness. Yeah. So I don't think the game was that dark, but I, you know, it, it's that it is that sense. It is that wherever you look, that's what you can see. And then maybe like there's something in your periphery and it makes you shoot over there and, and look. That's what the games are about. That ex- immersive experience of just overwhelming dread the whole time. I'm assuming you didn't have a light on right above your TV because you couldn't play in the dark <laughs> during this game, did you? No, I, I, I play these games in dark. Like, I'll have to go through the house and turn everything off. and Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> it happened once when I was playing it. Somebody turned the lights off on me, on my wife. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, went right back on. So I work first shift, so I don't have the opportunity to play at night. So I play during the day. So it's probably a lot of my problem, too. It's not being able to see because there's light out. I, I could not have played this. this game. fucked with me too much to play it during the dark. It terrifying. It just... <laughs> The darkness is like I had the brightness turn all the way up at one point, and I still if he didn't in the cer- there's certain rooms where he pulls out his flashlight. If he doesn't have his flashlight, I could not see shit. I just could not see this. I could hear him. It didn't help me very much. And I, oh, I also should say I played this game with infinite SMG and still was terrified of this game. Oh, so- <laughs> wait, how how did you get infinite infinite SMG? I pay to win. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't on know. A PS4 Thanks. on the marketplace, you can buy the unlockables. So you can buy the uh, infinite ammo weapon. So I just did that for two dollars. Oh, I mean, normally I don't do that because I feel like it takes away from the experience. But this is a game that if I wouldn't have had it, I don't think I would have been able to get through it. No, that's fair. Because I that's just fair. would have stopped playing. I also did that, but I only used the knife because for some reason they gave the knife's durability in this game. Yeah, they. It matters. <laughs> you get a lot yes. of knives, but you're meant yeah. to you're meant to feel helpless. I get it as a survival horror thing. It's just it's not my play style. I also know like they because I've talked to other people and they, they don't kill a lot of zombies in this game. I'm assuming Adam, you left most zombies alive. It depends uh, on the situation. Like if it was a room I knew I'd be coming back into, I would try to clear out a few of them here and there. But if it's a hallway and I know I can see my surroundings, I would just run past them. Okay. Save, save the ammo for the big battles that you know are eventually going to happen. Because it's like you run around the police station constantly backtracking mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Like, I thought that was interesting. I mean, I killed everybody because I could. <laughs> so, and it still creeped the hell out of me. There were still, <laughs> even when you kill everybody, there's still new zombies that are coming out. Yes, the windows. And I did board up almost all the windows, by the way. Which is also new. Which is cool. I mean, you, you do spend a decent amount of time in the police station, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, more than the original, I, th- I feel. Because in the original, you still spend time out on the streets before you even get there. <sighs> you have, like, a couple minutes where you have to run to the police station, go to the gun shop, all that crap. But <laughs> this this doesn't really have it. No, I feel like it's a little more expedited in this, where you just run through a couple of blocks and then you're at the police station. You also like I do want to mention that gas station though, like how again how creepy and and the setting that it that it gives you. And so because I'm just watching it again right now as we're talking, it's a really good intro to how to play this game. Oh, I yeah. got lost in there too. <laughs> I couldn't tell the key right. Again, this wasn't my game. It wasn't my week to be playing a a, a horror game like this. Ah, no, that's fair. That is fair. Uh, it was there was always something in the original Resident Evil um, two when you're walking through the streets and you you know you finally 
come upon the the police department and it kind of zooms out or just like not zooms out but the, how the angle changes and the lights are all up on there uh, that was always something that i i always enjoyed but then when you get put right in front of the police department in this game you're like i wanted to walk through the streets and when you finally get to do that like i'm looking at every little detail looking at the shop signs so i'm like all right at least they still gave me a little stroll through the streets <laughs> that wasn't so bad when you when you have that part no I was think it's cool how this game, you know, they keeps what was in two where you have Leon and Claire you can choose from. I think it, I like the fact they kept that and they even though in this game their stories are pretty close to the same thing besides a few spoil. I also didn't play as Claire, but from what I watched, I watched a most of a playthrough before I just couldn't do it anymore. It seems like they're kind <laughs> of like, yeah, I mean, you meet different characters. So where Leon has Ada, um, Jill, you meet um, uh, Sherry, uh, the little girl. You mean Claire? When you put wait, isn't the little girl's name Sherry? Yeah, you, you, you said Jill. Jill. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I, that got me all confused. Yeah, when you're playing as Claire, <laughs> you get to meet Sherry, and you know it's that interweaving timeline that's going on, and then you know you eventually get meet up in the end, and then they're just looking at each other like, "All right, that was cool. That was a good day." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do you want to talk about the police station a little bit? Like, because after only playing two like a year ago, they did a good job of trying to recreate a PS1 you know style environment that looks really good on the ps4 it does the graphics are super good god is it fucking creepy and that first hallway when you get in the police station <laughs> I, this is what broke me down and i i had inf- i had my infinite smg i had my i had my knife and i'm like okay i'm gonna go in this hallway uh, mike can make comment like, oh man fuck that first hallway i'm like yeah maybe he just you know he wasn't using different ammo so i go in there i almost died in this first hallway where you have to run over to find a guy that you saw on tv on a monitor to rescue I was like, what the fuck? Adam, so did you have any issue with that first hallway? Or we just suck? Uh, I mean, I, I I would like to plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> I, I, but I didn't have any problems or issues. Okay, no, that's fine. I'm not I'm not good at horror games. Yeah, and this game, I'm not... like, I'm good at, th- I feel like I'm good at, thir- at third-person shooters in, in most games. But this game, like, nah, I know you're not, Mike. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know. I think it was the darkness that I just couldn't see anything. Yeah, well, like, it's dark, there's a bunch of zombies, there's at least half a dozen in this really tight hallway. And is it that many? It feels like it. There's I don't at think least... it's six, I think it's two. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's got to be more six. than that. No, I'm pretty sure it's two, mm. and we just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help that, like, when they do latch onto you, the camera kind of spins around and you lose your heading. And like you said, it's super dark, you can't see where you're going in the first place. So I kept just spinning around, getting attacked by the... Same couple zombies trying to it figure out like, which way I was supposed to go. I'm watching that part right now. So I can tell you exactly how many zombies are in there, but I'm pretty sure it ain't six. It's more but, than two, though. <laughs> it just, but that just kind of speaks to the volume of what this game, you know, can do. What does do? Like, it is a really fucking good horror game. I mean, I was terrified from beginning to end in this game. Even with Infinite Ammo, I just did not want to play it. I just wanted it over with. And I had, and just everything just made me so uneasy and on edge all the damn time. This and, was, I felt, because Resident Evil 2 had a really good just horror element to it the whole time. And then as the series progressed, it got more actiony, actiony. And then Seven came out, and it's like, all right, you wanted horror, here you go. And then they took the best of both elements. They gave you a somewhat what should be kind of actiony game but threw in just survival horror it, you're turning a corner something like even just the wind a tree brushing on the uh, window if it's at the right time 
you know you're going to get a little chill down your spine and that's the way this game is just supposed to make you feel makes sense it, it does i mean if it wasn't if i could have had a mod where i could just see everything where he just had a flashlight that just illuminated the entire room i would have had more fun by the way it's three zombies in that hallway mike hey it's more than two you're right we'll meet in the middle it's two in the hallway <laughs> one in the door that you first fight then eventually there's a half of one so it, it's right there in the middle it's about 3.5 not what i played Speaking when of I went in that room, <laughs> I just unloaded the entire 30 clip on the guy before he even had a chance to move. Speaking of a uh, half of a person, I learned <laughs> real quick not to uh, eat during this game. That first cutscene when you get to that cop underneath the uh, the door, he gets cut in half and all his crap's hanging out of his torso. I'm like, oh, okay. Don't eat during this game. Got it. No, I mean, yeah. I also like how Marvin is actually like a supporting character. I mean, again, PS1, he couldn't be. But, like, he helps you out in the beginning, and then he's kind of there with you as you progress throughout the game. And the whole, I mean, like, one of the interesting, the whole first part is you get it, you get a, a guy's scribble notebook for how to escape the police station. So that's what your goal is, is to get these three emblems to open up a door. And you don't really ever escape that way either, I felt like. But I thought that was interesting. Plus, it was a freaking drawing. You think you would have had like a map or something more than, oh, I drew a picture of how to get out of here. I'm just waiting for the real life version where I go into a police department and they have statues with emblems that I need to put in to activate stuff or just any house. I want to know the architecture <laughs> behind this. Well, it was a museum, I, as I know always yeah. the, the, yeah. the way that they you know, fix it. But, I mean, again, Resident Evil, but it's just it's a game. It doesn't bother me that it's a game and it has gamey things such as puzzles that don't make sense. That doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me. It's just always I'm just curious. Not being able to see that bothers me. I I am still just confused by that. Maybe my maybe my maybe my screen's up too bright. No, I think it's you didn't you played in the dark where me and Mike played well Mike played during the day and I turned lights on that are right directly above the TV, so I wouldn't uh, be in the dark. Got that glare. Yeah. I couldn't play in the dark. I tried could not do with this game and i also couldn't play this game during the day because i work day shift so every time by the time i have time to play it's gonna be six o'clock at night seven o'clock at night so we the next resident evil game you play i'm gonna send you something in the mail for you and it's it's a candle so it's a candle for you and this candle <laughs> the smell is blood and old wood oh jeez. the next one we play is gonna be four that perfect and so, all the woods the smell of blood man four is a well, one, I'll be having playing with safe states, but um, four is amazing <laughs> just because I can have playing with safe states. But I also like like I also what, another thing that was very interesting, too, about this, about this, about this police station is that like they they try to keep elements of it. But they also did different ways. Like there's a one door you have to get a knife to cut open a tape to hit a button to release a lever. Like I just thought it was a very creative and I enjoyed it. Even with my infinite ammo SMG, I was then I was starting to have a little bit of fun here and there, even though people made fun of me for cheating. But I <laughs> so I also like the weird thing we should mention this game has an adjusting difficulty. And if you play this game the way I was playing this game, it doesn't get easier because you never actually run out of ammo. The difficulty oh, I, just gets high and stays high. I actually had no idea that was a thing. That's really cool. Yep. If you shoot more ammo, the difficulty will slowly lower. If you take more hits, the difficulty will lower. But the more ammo you pick up, the more successful you are with hitting zombies and things, the difficulty will raise up. So people who speedrun this game will purposely shoot random shots into the air to lower the difficulty. Huh. And when no you're playing idea. the way I was playing it, enemies, because I, I was watching some of the hits they would take. I mean, I would unload it, hold 30 clip in the SMG into somebody, and then he would go down. Because they I was are. playing at hardcore difficulty at times with their health. Yeah, they are uh, abnormally squishy, even for zombie but standards. That's because we had infinite ammo and we were cheating. I wasn't using infinite ammo. You didn't use the infinite handgun? Uh-uh. I, I was using... No, because, like, the you get the gunpowder and it makes more than enough ammo. 
Yeah, I I also didn't get the Magnum either. <laughs> I didn't have the option. I played as Claire. Too. Well, I had an infinite rocket launcher, so the problem was fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I didn't use the infinite rocket launcher until later. I tried to go through the game with just the infinite SMG, so I had a little bit of fear, but when I got... We'll get there. But when I got uh-huh. to the sewers and I got massacred by one of the G-babies, rocket launcher never left my inventory after that. <laughs> Again, I did not play this game right. So I played as Claire, and I got the grenade launcher, and I, I used it quite a bit. It's super useful. I should have played as Claire. For liquors. Yeah. Liquors were frightening in this game, but they didn't bother me too much. They did fuck me up a couple times, even with infinite ammo, because the SMG is not that good against liquors. Yeah. I, I don't feel like there's as many liquors in this as there was in the original. But when they do come, they're, they're, they come in pairs normally, or they, there's somebody else with them, you yeah. know? In the original one, they were fast, and the aiming was kind of, you aim know. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with this being able to aim in all directions and being able to stop them in the tracks, you wanted another one kind of jumping behind you or something else to distract you as it, it prepared its next attack. I, I do want to say, we, we touched on it, but like the whole thing with the boards, how you collect random boards throughout the police station to board up windows so zombies don't keep coming climbing in, that is super cool. Loved it. I loved all the little new things that they put in there. And that is my favorite because outside of a, you know, a safe room, there's always windows. And the last thing you want to do when you exit that safe room is to uh, have three or four zombies just waiting for you. And they also had the vending machines in the right places, too, in this game. From where the, there's a room in the second, in the original second game that has a vending machine. They're in the same place in this game. Again, nice. minor detail, but I caught it. I was like, ah, thank you, Capcom. <laughs> Again, I, I don't know why. I just remember that room pretty well because it was midway through the game and i was starting to get more comfortable i gotta oh. say when when i first went into the playstation it was really weird not to have a door opening animation like they couldn't God. they couldn't make I, it work this day i have i will never again in re game complain about door animation <laughs> never again in my life will i say man i hate this door animation i will go thank you thank you thank you capcom jesus thank you <laughs> and the reason i say that because there were times in the game oh, i went in the room oh, i'm fine all of a sudden the door opened behind me and somebody came in to greet me while i'm looking for items that was not nice because <laughs> i was just thinking oh they're not going to go through this door yep yes yes they will they they follow you i had multiple times they followed me in a room and came in to eat me and i'm just like what mm-hmm. what are you doing you're not allowed to do that i don't like it because it, it also put me more on edge because if you're sitting there and you're not boarding the windows you're not killing people and you have them all over the place running around you're going to be in trouble, I felt. Well, I mean, again, I could be wrong because I this was not my type of game. But I that, that idea that they could just gang up on me and be so many terrified me. Yeah. 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 I was terrified every time. I, <laughs> I mean, I played this game with a walkthrough that told me, here, go here, do this. And there was one point where it's like, oh, go back up in the police station, go get the Magnum. I'm like, I don't think so. Put my <laughs> rocket launcher on my back and we left. Yeah, there's a, like you said, there's a lot of backtracking. Um, uh-huh. And if you don't play it with a walkthrough, your map's open every every 10 seconds. Like, where am I? Yep. It does do some cool things where it shows you when you collect everything in a room on your map, it turns, it changes colors on the map. It also shows you, if you look at an item but didn't pick it up, it will show you where the item was and what it was, so you know to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite edition was, uh, it would show you what doors need what keys on the map. Yes. Kind I was like, about to say, that's my, without a doubt, the best thing this game does. Well, not the best, but it opening the map, being like, all right, where does the diamond key go? Mm-hmm. Ah, here we go. That Felt was like a, a nice, nice thing. Felt like a Silent Hill kind of thing where it updated as you played, but more useful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just some guy scribbling on a map, huh? With his red crayon. I mean, I, I like it, but this was bad. This was a good map. So it's like, this helped 
you know, especially for someone that doesn't know how to play this game, helped a lot. Yep. I mean, and it just, I, I mean, I was having, I was always on t- uptight because again, I knew this game, I knew what was coming. But when you, when you get, cause it's about midway through the police station where shit gets real bad, where I can't even imagine if you didn't kill everything in this game, the way I was doing, cause there's a part where you have to, you, you helicopter crashes, you meet Claire for the first time. I mean, that, that was kind of cool. I, I like that they only see each other like what one two or three times in this no one time in person in this game after the beginning mm-hmm. that was cool and then you you see her a couple other times on like tv screens of later on but that after you put out the fire on that helicopter you go up to the helicopter and all of a sudden the helicopter <laughs> just moves and fucking mr x shows up and for those that don't know it's a giant six foot guy in a trench coat and a fedora for some reason chasing after you Six foot, more like eight. I was gonna say <laughs> seven foot. Six actually, foot. I think I think I should have said seven. I don't think you said. Ah, it doesn't matter. But I have realized that being chased by some guy in a game is not my thing, especially a guy that you can't take down. You can stun him, but you can't take him down. That that was fucking miserable for me in this game. When you're running around the police station still, and he's chasing after you, and even with infinite ammo, if you don't get headshots, he ain't going down. Mm-hmm. And I and would do just... that hear him moving around the building as you're as you're searching i i do uh, there's mods where you hear x gonna bring it to you <laughs> i'm like man that would have been more fun we actually had that one installed uh the first oh. time we played it and it was so amazing because like like uh mike said you can hear him stepping and then if he's in the room the music changes you know you know he's in that room with you that would have been better and it is it's so amazing because all of a sudden you just hear the music and then x goal give it to you and it it's Maybe that's why I wasn't scared because <laughs> I was I would, just happy every time he came into I, the room with me. I would hear footsteps, but I wouldn't always realize how close the footsteps were. I mean, yes, they get louder, but again, I, I wasn't playing this with that loud a sound, so I wouldn't always be a hundred percent sure where they were. So that yeah, like I definitely more than a few times I've caught myself just stopping in a room and staring at a door. I'm like, is is he right outside? Is he about to come in? I don't want to keep searching if he's gonna. Come in here and interrupt. Well, if you shoot him with a rocket launcher, he goes down for a bit real quick. <laughs> I wouldn't know that, though, of course. That, that happened. I, I I got to a point midway through this game where I said, fuck it. And he, I just shot him. I'm like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Yeah, I actually did the same thing. It's like, <laughs> it just... like, like you said earlier, I was really starting to enjoy myself just exploring the PlayStation. And then, like, having to stop and run away from him every few minutes is like, oh, man, this is a pain. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, he'll take out zombies for you, but I can't even imagine having to fight, having zombies that aren't dead and him chasing after you in the same area you're trying to run through. Mm -hmm. It's like we said before, this is great for the people that are into this kind of thing. But for you and I, it's just it's it's too much. As somebody that is into this, (laughs) uh, it's a little much. It's especially when you get like lost or you don't really know where your next objective is. And you're like, all right, maybe I will go back down to this. Ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. No. We'll do the long way around, I guess. You know. I'm glad no, it wasn't just me then. But I loved it. Like, because it, it, it is that sense of dread. And zombies, yeah, you can push and run by. You can run by them, but if you're too close, he just wallops you. <laughs> it's a haymaker to the yeah. side of the head. <laughs> I thought that was cool. They brought, they kept the haymaker, the, the, hay, the haymaker from the original game. Like, he does the same thing. It doesn't look as cool, but he does the same thing. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. This there were just so many things. Like the, the gunpowder thing we briefly mentioned is also cool. How you get different gunpowder to combine to get either handgun ammo, shotgun ammo. You know, if you wait, you get better ammo. I thought that was a cool touch too. So you're not relying on 
the limited pickups, you can just make your own ammo. I mean, there's probably a decent amount of pickups. I wouldn't know because I stopped picking up ha- any ammo shortly after when I'm like, <laughs> what am I picking up ammo for? I just have unlimited. I ain't changing this. So it, it helped with the fear factor for me because then I was in a situation where I wasn't concerned about ammo. I was just like, I'm just going to play like this and I don't care. Yeah. I'm just scared of health. Health yeah. was my big worry. I did not have infinite health items. <laughs> they give you enough of each. And then they make sure they put you in a scenario where enough of each is just enough. And mm-hmm. you're like, all right, I need this gun. Oh, why did I put that in the crate? No. I I mean, I didn't have that. That's because I was shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see what you mean. I, I did feel like I was picking up a decent amount of items. I just, since I was cheating, I wasn't concerned about the ammo part. I'm not saying, I'm not going to say you cheated. I mean, you know, the game let you do it. You paid a little extra. You paid to win. I paid you $2. Know, yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm, it was worth it. I should say, that's a good $2 spent. It, it was. Cause I, otherwise, I would have been like, well, this game was great. I enjoyed that first hallway, but the game ended after that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got farther, but it, I wouldn't have probably finished this in a week. I, I would have been too terrified to keep playing because I just, every time I, like, I would dread having to play this game. Like, normally, like I was saying earlier, where I couldn't sleep. Normally, if I can't sleep, I'm like, fuck it. I'll go downstairs. I'll, I'll go play a game. I'll do something. And I'm like, the only game I need to play right now is Resident Evil 2. I am not playing Resident <laughs> Evil 2 at 2 in the morning. So we're just going to lay here and try to sleep for another two hours. Not a good idea. But it was just, and that was when it really hit me, like, of how much this game just fucked with me uh, mentally. And every, the entire time I went through it, until Mr. X was finally done with the main part like once he showed up the dread of knowing he was in the game was terrible there's one time i ran into a safe room he left me alone i'm like okay i'm gonna run out the door and i was only in there maybe 20 seconds i ran out the door and surprise punched me in the face <laughs> yeah. he just saw reading the paper yeah, he didn't leave he, I thought he, would leave. <laughs> he didn't leave yet he just waited for me and i i mean i heard the footsteps i'm like oh yeah he's farther away and no nope, he's out the door <laughs> So as Leon, because um, I know there's another tyrant as uh, Claire that you fight before Mr. X. Do you have the same uh, little tyrant fight? What are you talking about? You fought before you see Mr. X, you fight you Sherry's fight. dad. Yeah, you fight probably. Oh, you're talking about the G-Virus. Okay, yeah, yeah you yeah. still have that fight in Leon's campaign, too. Okay, yeah. I, I was confused. I was like, what, there's, there's not another tyrant in this game. Well, that's a, the, what they call him, the tyrant. But I guess G-Virus. I'm, I'm still in my old school talking where Mr. X was tyrant two or something like that <laughs> yeah I, I forget what the actual name form is also a lot of one thing we should mention a lot of bodies you see crumpled on the floor are not are zombies i would say eight out of ten are zombies yep and i put a bullet in every single one that i saw if i saw you lay on the ground unloading your head nine out of ten and you got up a lot of times well we had just played dead space too so we were kind of uh, conditioned for that I was going to say, nice and trained for not trusting anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. Plus, I had infinite ammo, so I didn't have to. It wasn't like there was no penalty for me not trusting. It <laughs> I felt was good. A lot of legs. They get up a lot, though. See, I they... always I kneecap them. Uh, that's my slow them down, put them down, and then run. Because yeah. if you shoot them in the chest or the head, sometimes they don't even flinch. It's just like mm-hmm. the bullet goes right through them and they just keep trucking at you. Yeah. 30 shots can do it, though, but it, it takes 30 shots. <laughs> So I'd just shoot him until I fell down and then just run up and knife him. Like old school tactics. Oh, there you go. Yep. Your knife would have broke normally, sir. Yeah, normally. About the time I saw that durability beater, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to the weapon chest. I'm not I'm not doing this. I, I only use the infinite knife because if they grab you, I could use it to get them off me. Oh, yeah. That was the only reason I really had it because it was useful for that. What are they, they call those support weapons from the original remake? Something like that. Yeah. Yes, the night, the survival knife and the flash grenade or taser, depending on who you're playing as. Yeah, grenades, which there's an achievement in this game for hitting, th- shoving a grenade in their mouth and then shooting it. Oh, I never did that. 
I shoved a grenade in the mouth, only as Ada, and then I ran the fuck away, but that's another story. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so, I also kind of, since I didn't play as Claire, but I did see some of her, I watched the majority of her playthrough, at least up everything up to sh- after Sherry, then I just stopped watching, because I couldn't, if I watched it too close to when I went to sleep, I wasn't sleeping very well, so <laughs> I had to, I, I had to just be done with watching anything about this game. Like, normally, before we record, I watch videos, I kind of get myself all more into the game, and I'm just like, nope, 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 <laughs> nothing. I need to not be thinking about this game, but I know with Cl- what I want to say with Claire, there's certain rooms in the police station that only Claire can go to that Leon can't, which I thought was cool. You get a certain key with only with Claire that has to deal with um, Chief Iron. Mm-hmm. So I it don't is. know anything He's about Chief Iron's part. Exactly. I mean, I watched a little bit of a video, but I both times I played this game, I've only played through as Leon. When I mean both, I mean original and remake. They, uh, like he was a creep in the original game, but you only saw him for what, like one or two cutscenes? Yeah. And yeah. then, like the last cutscene, he when he explodes. Yeah, they uh, they ramped him up in this. He is just this horrible piece of shit, and like every word out of his mouth makes you your skin crawl. It's awful. In this game, well, in both games, didn't he kill the mayor's daughter or something? Isn't that who's laying on the table? I don't know that he killed her. I know that he took her to his office because yeah. he was in love with her or whatever. I didn't look it up. There's like more lore of that when you finally get into the his house or something like that. It's an orphanage, right? Yeah, there you go. The orphanage. Okay, that was this. God. I, I watched that when you when you do play <sighs> as, uh, as that's Claire. The, oh, that's the scariest part of the game. Oh yeah, yeah, without like... a doubt. It would, that is scary, creepy. You're a defenseless little girl in a creepy orphanage with a creepy guy. It it's creepy. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way to fight back. It's you're like basically hiding for irons as he's chasing you around this orphanage, and it's so tense, super terrifying. Like my least favorite part of Claire's campaign, easily. <laughs> oh, and it's right after, like I, I, and it's right after for those that after you meet, you meet Sherry in the police station when you're underground after you after you fight a boss. We were kind of we don't really need to talk about too much G virus boss, and that's also when. And then when they run into irons, he pulls a gun on her, makes Sherry tie her up for some reason. I don't know why he doesn't just handcuff her, because that would have, you know. <laughs> if he would handcuff her, there would have been no problem. I still find that so funny. You have his big up. you have his big guy and then like a six year old girl tie her up. Like a <laughs> girl just learned how to tie her shoes well, even, without using Velcro. A six year old who doesn't trust you to tie up someone who's going to try to kill you shortly after this. Well, she wouldn't do it at first until he started threatening Claire's life. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you're in a zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't exactly trust most people with a gun. I it's mean, lucky, just... lucky for Irons that Claire got out of it because he ends, he ends up needing her because uh, Sherry drops her little pendant thingy. What was independent again? It's that... a key to unlock the, the antivirus. Okay, they the changed it. Yeah. Because in the original game, it's a G-Virus sample, if I remember correctly. Right, that's what I was thinking, too, okay. when I was playing it. Pretty sure. God, I, I, I'm, someday I'm going to go back and replay the original, two, but cheating. Someday, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. I actually played that game legit and beat it because I, yeah, I actually did that a long time ago. So okay, it just looked creepy as hell when I watched the whole thing where you're running, running a sherry and you're hiding and all that with iron just looked like you have to escape out of the room and man, that looked terrifying. It it is. Oh yeah. yeah. One thing that I do like, um, because you we mentioned the small little changes in the game is also like when you're walking down the first hallway and when the second one where all the crows just come out, I don't think I have ever carefully walked down a hallway in a, in a game. Cause I'm like, I know something's coming and you know, you get to the end of it and you're like, Oh no, they're changing some of the scares. Yeah. I think I did that with the first liquor hallway too. I'm like, this is where the liquor shows up. 
there's no liquor. What what's going on? Yeah, I mean they they didn't they they did change some things, which I'm I'm okay. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. they did the other original remake too, where the dog's supposed to jump through the window and he just kind of runs into it. I'm like, well, that was weird. And then <laughs> the next time you come back, he jumps through. Yeah. Yes, if you come in through the other side, he jumps through. So that expectation subversion will get you. I mean, I thought they did a really good job of trying to capture the same atmosphere, but fuck with you at the same time. <laughs> oh, they did that perfectly. Yep. God, it's fucking terrifying, though. I mean, I, the liquors were terrifying. People were making fun of me saying I was going to jump when the first liquor came, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I, the liquors didn't bother me much, Mr. X, but, like, everything with Mr. X, like, where he's chasing after you for a decent amount of, like, the rest of the police station, after you get to that certain point where he chases after you, I want to double back to that. That was fucking the worst, one of my worst experiences in gaming ever. Not that it was bad, just I hated it. You guys still, okay. So in uh, the original game, you you fight him and kill him, right? No. No? Well, depend- oh, oh, I'll put my little hat on. Um, in the original <laughs> game, you only fight him in, in the B scenario. He's not in the A scenario. Also, he only comes in in certain scripted parts and breaks through certain things. That I knew. Leave the room and come back in, he despawns. How's that? That was perfect. <laughs> So I figured uh, he he was like the basis for Nemesis in three more or yeah, less. Yeah, but he's not he's not that bad in two. Like I I didn't see him, so I'm I'm speaking from I was terrified that he knew he existed, but he's not. From what I saw, you can just leave rooms, go back in, he won't be there anymore because of the loading screen. You you can despawn mm-hmm. him. Or in this game, you don't despawn him. <laughs> he despawns you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, it is bad. Oh. And just and that just put me on edge for so long, and it made me really regret playing as Claire because in Claire's scenario, he gets killed after you go down in the police station downstairs. He gets killed shortly after that. Yeah, that's what I was leading up to because I thought you fought him in in the original. You do. You took him out. You do in the B scenario. But uh, yeah, he kind of gets unceremoniously tossed aside in this after being such a pain in the ass. Like I kind of wanted some payback on him. Like I wanted to kill him. You could have finished Leon's scenario. Mm. I could have, but I didn't. Okay. In, in the original, in the original game, in the B scenario, you fight him as the final, final boss. In the A scenario, you don't. Or this game, was, I thought it was just Birkin as the final, final boss, where he's like the the weird worm thing chasing okay. after the train or so in the train. For this guy, I never actually did it, but from what I, when I from my memory is correct. In A, you fight the one fight with Birkin. In B, you fight Mr. X also, and then you have that final fight on the train with Birkin also, I think, in B. Where in this game, you have the Tyrant final fight with Mr. X in Leon's campaign. You both fight Birkin in the lab, and then you have the final scene with Claire on the train where you fight Birkin. The whole A B thing is super confusing. It's like I'm sure it's game. I'm it sure it's not to people game. that get it, but to, to an idiot like me, I'm just like, what? Why? What? Gives you, you extra content. The replay the, the A scenario. The, the, the differences between A and B kind of. You probably know better than we do. So it's more replay value, and instead of just going through replaying it with new items or whatever, they, they make subtle changes. How you get into the mansion. Maybe this item's not here. Uh, you know, it it's more of a story builder, um, especially like when you play A, Leon, B, Leon, A, Claire, B, Claire, and then you get the true ending of the game, which you don't have to do all four. You just have to do one of each, I think, with yeah, each person. Really. Yeah, and yeah, it, it just makes it, because when you beat the game, you're like, I want to play again. And it's just a little twist, and it builds up on the story. That's all. It, easiest way to put it. it. It's interesting. I know Mike tried it. He tried to do Leon's campaign like right after he beat Claire's, but that didn't did. go so well. Yeah. 
<laughs> is it time to get into that? Or, oh, don't we no. finish off with Mr. X thing? So Birkin just kind of like shoves a claw through his chest and rips a big chunk out of him. And the thing about the that, him. and it's so cool, it's still Birkin. Even though he injected himself with the G-Virus, even though he's gone to Psycho, he still has the other head that's him. And it's mm-hmm. right after that, after he kills X, where the other head pops out and he kind of loses control and the monster is taking over. And the way they did that, I I love that whole scene. Because one... Mr. X, he's terrifying. And when um, Birkins rips him in half, Mr. X doesn't change. He doesn't blink. He's just staring at you the whole time <laughs> as he gets ripped in half. Like, I would have done some, I would have murdered you if this had not happened. I want you to know that. But it also builds up on how terrifying Birkins is now. Like, Birkins a lot um, less than X. <laughs> It's a good way to put it, because like you you spent the whole game running for Mr. X because you can't kill him, and then Birkin just comes out and one-shots him. It's like, well, shit, this guy's even worse. Not my campaign. My campaign, he, he kept coming back. <laughs> you knew you were cheating. Uh, yeah, when I found out that Leon's campaign, he comes back in the, in the part of the sewers and the lab, I was pissed. I was fucking pissed. Oh, but there's one part we have to mention that I almost glossed over. Is, so there's a part in this game where you go down to the parking garage. And if you remember the original game, there's a reporter who's locked up in the garage who has the oh, key yeah. that you need to get out of the parking garage. And that's why you do a whole thing where Mr. X is chasing after you while you're trying to get the parts to unlock this door because you have to r- return the power. And when you when you fucking open that door, you restore the power and they open up all these cells with zombies in them. And you're like, okay, I ain't going down this hall, but the other hallway, Mr. X shows up. Right. That was... And I almost thought about that. I'm like, I can just empty all these cages before I open them. <laughs> I thought about it. I didn't do it because I couldn't see. But I thought about it. What's your that first was... name? Ben? Ben yeah. something? Oh, and that scene where... Because I want to say in the original game, when he, he dies in this... He locks himself in the cell because he's scared. And a G-virus thing implants inside him in the cell and kills him. But in this game, Mr. X's arm punches through the wall, <laughs> grabs him, and squishes his face. Oh, it's so gross. But yeah, in yeah. the first game, it's, he gets he gets impregnated, and that's how he dies. He dies off screen, too, right? Like, you come back and he's dead? I can't remember. It's been a long time. This game, it is not. Well, also, that's because Mr. X wasn't in the original part of the first game. So we should talk about how Leon and Claire both get different weapons. Like, a lot of different weapons. Yeah. Her pistols are different than Leon's, it looks like. I wouldn't know if I didn't use, you know, his pistols, but... <laughs> There's a couple of different pistols, says Claire. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at that right now. One of my Never. favorite things was that you find little upgrades for him, too, like like you do in 3. So I don't think they were in the original for 2. They are not. No, yeah. Getting a new uh, barrel or a new stock or whatever for yeah. the gun. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's only in... That was 3. That was 3 was the first one to do that. It, it's cool how they do that. It's cool how they have different guns. Like, I know, like, Claire gets a grenade launcher. Leon gets a shotgun. Leon gets a magnum. Does Claire get another gun besides a grenade launcher? She gets the some kind of electric thing. I can't remember what it's called. I never actually ERL used it. ERL-422? Yeah. I mean, that sounds like... Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, uh, for those that don't know, which I think might be my two co-hosts with me right now, is uh, in Resident Evil 4... PS2 version that was a secret gun you got for beating the game. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, there's my there's my joke that I think that's what it was called. I I, I have no idea. I got right. it once. I, I never used it. It's garbage, but I beat the game professional <laughs> once. I mean, apparently, like if this gun's used correctly, it it it's amazing. But I've never don't don't beat the game professional. It's super good on the things to uh, the regenerators. I think. I wish I could remember. 
<laughs> but, okay, so back to, back to two before I did that to us. And it's just, it's interesting. I, I do like the fact that they get different weapons. I like it that they try to do little small changes to their story. I want to say in the original two, the changes are bigger between A and B. I know there are different rooms that you will see in B, like in the courtyard, that you don't see in A, but maybe that's just different between Leon or Claire. I'm not sure. I didn't try, so. Don't I also like how to get to make them in this game, you have to backtrack at one point after the sewers. Which, I saw the guide said that, I said, that's nice, and I continued on in the game. And I was happy that I didn't have to backtrack. Because in Leon's campaign, if you backtrack, I think Mr. X is still there. <laughs> I don't know for sure, because I, I can't remember what it said, but the fact that he might still be there, like, nope, we're good. We don't need to see him again. She gets a weapon called the Spark Shot. There you go. What is that? Do? I don't know. I didn't actually use it. <laughs> so it it essentially it it it's this it's, little yellow it long taser. Yeah, that's the way to put it. And it's you, like the air taser from Siphon Filter. Yeah, you charge. Like, right, go ahead. Oh no, you just charge it up, release a bolt. Um, it does a lot of damage to bosses, but at that point, you've already got so much stuff in your inventory that you want to keep that you just look at this uh, spark shot and you're like, ah, dude, I'm not going to use you. <laughs> It's got very limited ammo, too. Like, it starts with seven shots, and I think you get another seven, and that's it. Must be a powerful gun, then. It must be her version of the Magnum. Yeah, like I said, it's you only use it for bosses. Okay. Oh, uh, she gets the SMG where, where Leon gets the Magnum. That's right. Well, the SMG is garbage, though. She gets, like, an Uzi. An MQ-11. Because okay, the SMG is not it's not good. I mean, it, I mean, I didn't have a problem with it because I couldn't run out of ammo, but if I had ammo, it would have been a problem. The grenade launcher is, since two... The Resident Evil 2 grenade launcher has always been one of my favorite weapons, uh, just because you can change the kind of rounds in them. Mm-hmm. You can one, too. Well, yeah, I guess you could. But two, it made, it felt better. <laughs> super useful in this, too. You know, I would say the shotgun was super useful, but I wouldn't know because I never used it. Oh, yeah, well, shotguns yeah. are really useful. Well, yeah, gets a chemical flamethrower at the end. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot I grabbed that and put it in my inventory and never touched it again. <laughs> That's right. cool. I it, it it's only it's mainly you get it to use it for all the G virus babies that you fight in the sewers. But I didn't I just had the after the first G baby took like two three clips of the SMG. The rocket launcher came out and we were done playing this game. Claire, Claire gets so. a minigun like right before the final boss. That's cool. Her equivalent. Mm-hmm. It's it was pretty useful for that. Boss. I had it in my inventory, but I didn't use it. Oh yeah, because that's one of the that's one of the. I thought it'd be, I'm like, okay, I gotta play at least a little bit. Like, I can't just come in here with a gun where I just see, you know, unload everything. I gotta play at least a little, <laughs> you know, closer to having some scare. When I did start Leon's campaign, I had the infinite rocket launcher and the infinite minigun. And that was all yeah. I was hearing. Like, I'm gonna get through this as quick as possible until well, those weapons got taken away from me. How long did it take y'all to beat it? Now I'm just curious, because I beat it in, I think, under six hours playing. Uh, I feel like I was under six, or like right at six. Let me see if I can find my screenshot. I took a picture, but I don't have the picture anymore. You were done with everything that had to do with this game. Like, this game <laughs> broke me in ways that I have not been broken in a, in a while. Like, this was this was traumatic playing this game for the show, for this, for this, this episode. Like, it was... Just everything. Like I'm, I'm still adjusting to living in a house. I'm not used to having a basement, a first floor, and like my bedroom upstairs. I'm not used to any of that. I'm not used to living, you know, just me and Tiff and and everything like that. Just and then playing this game in the dark, and then not to mention I have a big screen. I have a screen door like to the left of me, and I have no curtains upside. This big black window into blackness. That doesn't help. I'm like, oh god, don't have a zombie show up. Don't have a zombie show up. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. can't. I can't remember because I it, not off top topic, but maybe in the future. Have you played seven? I have, yes. 
Oh, okay. And it's going to be on the show because I owe your girlfriend. Exactly. That's why. That's why I was curious. I'm like, and now it's seven. Coming. Seven is the one that still still gets to me. I I played seven. I really enjoyed seven. It didn't freak me out terribly, but at the time I lived in an apartment and I played during the day because I worked second shift. I played post this time. I played like two hours of seven, and honestly, I got bored and stopped playing it for whatever I, reason. Good. It's not as good. Heart's breaking. I like seven a lot. Like, there's also seven midway through. Spoiler alert for seven. I'm going brief spoiler, but the game changes into more of a shooter than a horror game at halfway through, roughly. It there's things that happen that make the game a lot more comfortable. That's fair. So I, I I'm a big fan. I, I liked it when I played it, and I will definitely it will definitely be on the show because I owe Helena. So. <laughs> So yeah, we will be there. It just we're getting there. We're doing four next season for reasons I don't want to announce on here yet, but it's coming. So that that there's a reason nice. why we're playing four, and then we might go to seven. I don't. We I, I do want to play five and six and zero and never play Code Veronica, but someday five. Five we have to play co-op. I was yeah. gonna say if you it's don't play five way. co-op, well even six has co-op. Oh, yeah, yeah that might be necessary. I have six. I played for like an hour maybe and was like, uh... I beat six. Well, I enjoyed it when I played it, but again, we also have proven that younger Mike who played games and remembers them is not always correct. Uh, the Resident Evil games at that. Yeah, but I remember really liking 6 when I played it, So, and I played but, it not co-op. Well, that's because 6 is where it turned into straight action and Matrix, and it, it, it was an action game that happened to have zombies in it. Action games are good sometimes. Oh, action games are fantastic. I don't like horror games, so I was okay with that. <laughs> then there we go. See, so, oh, so six I like is the so only much. Resident Evil I never beat. I have never beaten six. Oh, well, I gave have... I gave up on it. I was like, I, I know just, what we're doing later. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I have it. I'm stalling it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a while, so you got time. But... All right. All right. Other thing I do want to mention that I just thought about is you can get grabbed by two zombies at once if you're being a fool. Really? And you can't use a safety weapon. They just both take a chunk out of you. <laughs> you also can't use safety weapons if they grab you from behind. Yeah, which... that pissed me off a few times. <laughs> And also, there's rooms that you can save in that aren't really safety rooms where Mr. X can come on in and give you a nice little hug. So you guys saving in here? Yeah, the main room, he'll walk right in and just punch you in the face. Yep. Well, even in the original, there were zombies in there eventually. There's also in the B scenario, zombies right in there in the beginning, I think, right away. I think. Yeah, that's not right. There's also not a weapon chest in there in the B scenario. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, Which oh, is... never mind. I thought about the original. Oh, okay. That's Which is nice. I also like Marvin. Like, I, did you go back and kill Marvin after he turns? Uh, by happenstance, I just happened to go back that way, and Claire's like, "Oh, Marvin!" I'm like, oh. "Oh, bop, bop, bop." <laughs> I came in there on purpose looking for him. Hi, Marvin. <laughs> it's time. You Not were so medicine. nice to me, Marvin. Well, I have infinite ammo. If I could shoot a zombie, I was going to shoot a zombie. <laughs> I had, it was not like I was trying to hoard ammo. If I was hoarding ammo, I would have left him alive, but I didn't need to hoard ammo. I just want to kill everything. Let's talk about a moment when you don't have ammo. All right, so in Leon's <laughs> campaign, you meet Ada. You meet Ada in the parking garage. She saves you from a dog. She tells you she's an FBI agent. She's wearing a trench coat. And you go through a little bit of part, and there's you leave with Ada when you go on the street, the police station, where you walk to the gun, the gun shop. We should talk about the gun shop. We, we'll get to the Ada part real quick, but that gun shop part, they made it a way more depressing in this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. So you go meet Kendall. Those will know he's in the first game, too. And the first game, he gives you a shotgun or a crossbow. Yeah. Yep. And then he gets eaten by zombies. In That's this on game, your, on your way to the police station right at the beginning. He he's in you. You go there. His daughter gets up. But you can tell his daughter is going to be is infected and is about to turn. Mm -hmm. And he knows it. And he's like, get out of here. Leave us alone. He goes in the room with her and you hear one gunshot. She also talks about her, her mother, I think. 
Yeah, her I'm mother's dead. Implying that either she, her mother bit her or died to zombies too. I think her mother bit her after she got bit by zombies. You know, she <sighs> I mean, for those that do know, like if you listen to our outbreak episode, you know, the the virus was slowly go. You know, was in the water system, so everyone's infected pretty much. Stupid rats. I, I played a lot of Resident Evil. So. <laughs> for this show. I was going to say, and I love every time that we play a Resident Evil, it's like, I will never play this game ever again. <laughs> and next week, tune in as we watch play Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> At least like the, next one, yourself. the next one we play, he won't say that. That's No, fair. I love 4. 4 is one of the best games ever made. I 100% agree with that. I mean, I, I will never talk bad about 4. It's just too damn good of a game. <laughs> <laughs> other ones, yes, I will talk shit about other ones. So did you... When the remake was announced, did you get all happy? Like, were you like, finally, like, I, I get to play Resident Evil 2 again? How I, like, bring back those memories? Was it something that you were excited for when they announced it? Or, or Hi, Adam. You... My name is Mike. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Actually, okay, actually, I reframe. I was excited because I thought it'd be more action-y. So I was excited to get to replay that game in an action-y environment. Okay. Yeah. I, I was talking about the same. I was also excited because it had been rumored for like a decade. So when they finally announced it, I'm like, cool, that, that people can shut up about it now. It's finally happening. I was excited, but not the way that when I played it. I, I was actually really excited to play this for the show, even after every you know the cast change and everything. But just wasn't as I started playing it, the excitement went away. <laughs> exactly. I was the exact same way. And then it came back and then it went away and then it came back and then it, it died a horrible death. After that first step, after that first thing, I was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> but yeah, then it gets fun. And then Mr. X shows up and then it's less fun. And then it starts to get fun again. And then you play as Ada. <laughs> We've been tiptoeing around. And I want to talk about this now. God. Okay. So for me and Mike, we're playing with infinite ammo. All of a sudden our infinite ammo is gone. Our infinite knife is gone. And we're just Ada. And we were not happy about this. Who has a, who has a little hacking device, which is super cool, but they throw you into this little, uh, Oh, we skipped a boss fight. We'll have to go back to that. Where are you? Like, you're somewhere in the underground facility, right? You're in the sewers. The sewers, yeah. You're in the sewers on the way to the lab because the sewers leave, lead to the underground lab. Oh, yeah, we did skip something. We'll, we'll get there. But, and with Ada, so Leon gets shot, you know, he's been bit, you know, at this point. He's been grabbed by liquid, he's been punched by Mr. X. But that one bullet shot, ooh, he's done now. Because he, Annette Birkin is a scientist who is the wife of Burke, of the guy that you're being chased with, the G-Virus guy who created the G-Virus, who got killed by Umbrella, got shot by Umbrella and should have died. And she tried to shoot Ada because I think she she knows Ada is a spy, where Leon thinks Ada is a government agent because Leon's an idiot. (laughs) Ada waits. (laughs) I always think of Leon now! Leon, help! (sighs) Ashley. We'll get there. Uh, (laughs) So I think... So that part is... Ooh, that part was. I, I mean, I I did okay on it, but I I had a guy, but I got confused because you you end up being dropped down like a maze type area where you have to wander around this maze to try to find a control panel that you're following the wire with your little hacking yeah. device. Mm-hmm. And there's too many zombies in there. At least life. six. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it to find out if you're right or wrong this time. That would take more effort than I want to give. But it's you're annoying. Like, you have very little ammo. I think you have enough for one clip, maybe. You get a little bit more throughout the level, but you don't. You are not meant to fight them all. Mm-hmm. You are meant but, to stun them and run. But the the corridors are so tight. There's like no room to maneuver. There's also dead ends that don't lead anywhere. That you'll walk right. into have a zombie that you'll wake mm-hmm. up, which I did. Yep, me too. I, I got I, through it. You got further than I did. 
I died here twice, and I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm just done with this game. Oh, you luckily, missed the best part though. Right luckily, after you're done with those zombies, you go up a lift, and then you hear X gonna bring it to you. <laughs> and you have he runs down a hallway. You have to run down the hallway and trigger a trigger a fan to blow up. And I and, and as I did it, I hit the button to jump in. As she, the animation started of her jumping in the in the shoot, his arm went across her body. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's nice. I like that you thought he died in the parking garage when Ada crashes the, the yeah. SWAT man into him and explodes. I didn't think he died. I just thought he was done chasing <laughs> after me because I didn't. Because in the original game, he doesn't leave the police station, if I remember correctly, when I researched it. That I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think he shows up in the sewers. I don't think he shows up anywhere else. He's just in the police station, and then he goes away. But in this game, he chases you in the sewers with Ada, and oh, that was terrible. That was mis. <laughs> I was so upset when he showed up. I knew he was coming because I. The guy said, get ready for Mr. X, but I was not happy when she's like, what the hell is that? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he's not the only thing that chases you in the sewers. You got to run from from Krokomeyer. That was Crash, cool. Crash Bandicoot style. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that he took the boss fight. That didn't really, you know, it was cool. I, yeah. I, I like quick time event boss fight type thing. It wasn't a quick time event, but it felt like one. Yeah, it felt very Resident Evil 4 where you're running from the boulder or something. But there was a lot of tapping A. Oh, hey, LNR. Oh, I made it. There wasn't any of that this time, though. I guess the original boss fight is knock over the canister and then wait for the the crocodile to get close to it and then explode it. This was run for your life, and then he bites a fuel pipe and shoot the fuel pipe. Which is awesome. It's very action movie. It's super cool. I was more into this game. Like, up in the Ada part, I was after I left the police station, I was feeling a little better. Mr. X was the worst thing for me. The the whole Ada and the hacking thing, I guess... Yeah, I'm starting to remember now, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you had to turn on fans and unlock mm-hmm. doors while you had everything chasing you. So I guess I did play as Leon. I guess I did. Hmm. Did you finish it as Leon? It, well, I think I might. When the game came out, I'm pretty sure I beat it as Leon and Claire. Did you you streamed this game back then, didn't you? I did. I remember you were streaming for a little bit, then you guys stopped before I got to when I had you guys on, had Hillian on for the first time. Yeah, but I can't remember who we played with during the stream now. I got nothing. I clicked it. I don't. Mi- my my memory just keeps getting jarred. So that's, that's, that's why I was like, I wait something because the screen goes all blue when you have to look for stuff, and it was a pain in the ass. It's not. It's not. It's it's not good. The Ada part in the original game is fine, but in this game, it, it, it they made it different, but it was challenging. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. And I, was I like so the ready. hacking thing. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun. And <laughs> it's like burnt first first day of school. School will be fun. No, it's not. Oh. Part of it's because me and you were cheating, so when you took away our weapon, we were like, true. no! Yeah, that is true. Where other I'll... people were like, oh, I'm playing the game like normal. Okay. So that, that played a part. It, it's, uh, it, 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 I mean, it didn't break me. I finished the game. I just it didn't go back. It broke me. <laughs> I, was, I was done. Yeah, I died just... twice, two or three times. And I was just, I was, I already beat the game as Claire. I was done. I don't blame you. I, I didn't die at all during that part, so that's that's a big part of it. If I would have died, I probably wouldn't have came back. Or no, I would have had to, but I wouldn't have been happy about it. So what you're saying is that you'll never play as Hunk or Tofu? They're not in this. They're not in my version of this game. Sorry. They actually are. They're part of the. Say, they're they part are. of the unlock thing that we buy. I would never. I I will someday maybe play the DLC if we do a mini episode about the DLC for this. If it's worth it, but well, that will be another thing in in itself. Because it's it's not just those two. There's there's new scenarios too, or you play as other characters. I think. Yeah, the Ghost Survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I know a little bit about its existence, so it's just like again, if you like this episode, keep listening to it. Enough people listen to it. I will do a mini on the other one. So if you want, more. Uh, thanks, listeners. <laughs> oh, you gotta listen to it. I don't know how <laughs> you gotta do. 
So that, that, that's the only thing that's going to happen. I have no interest otherwise. I'm going to spam the chat now. <laughs> there is no chat. It doesn't matter. I'm creating a chat to spam it. I need to create a chat, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> I, I also want to say, like, the, the sewers are interesting in, like, how Annette Birkin leaves Ada. And after that Ada part, she leaves Ada to die. And you have to go save her. And I got worried thinking that I had a time limit because you hear a zombie trying to get to Ada. But you got plenty of time to get to her and the whole chest puzzle piece from the original game that was interesting how they redid uh, is that in claire's campaign too yeah we're gonna okay. they're basically fuse fuse plugs or whatever yeah okay i didn't know if that was in hers or not yep that's a lot of padding where i'm like okay where where are the king and queen pieces and it turns out that i didn't go all the way down a one part of the sewer to get to it oh yeah because it's the part where you have to fight three of the g babies those are those are okay all when you the... go through that hive of them yeah. Before you get the flamethrower in Leon's campaign, I can't imagine how terrible and frightening that must be. Dude, those things are miserable. Yeah, that was uh, that was an infinite rocket launcher room. Oh, I just <laughs> unloaded. I just went, oh, look, something moved. Hey, look, I see. I just started shooting everywhere. I'm like, oh, room's a lot easier now. So I'm like, I'm ready for this game to be over. I don't care anymore. How did you f- f- fare with that room, Adam? Easy. You did <laughs> <laughs> No, I it, I hate G babies. I hate the plant monsters more though. Yeah, oh, they're not so the bad. You shoot a rocket launcher in their face. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting about the whole rocket. Oh, launcher no, I, thing. no, it sounded terrible. It, it's even with like an acid grenade launcher or anything like that. Um, it would stun them, but sometimes it would not fully kill them. And that's the way they move and trying to hit the little the the spot that you needed to hit. Those were the worst ones for me because that is where now I am running out of ammo. I need this hallway cleared because I'm going to be coming back through here. Why do you keep respawning? <laughs> I think I actually ran out of flame rounds for the grenade launcher on those things. Yeah, it, it seemed like fire was the only surefire way to, to put them down. Yeah, that, yeah, it is the only way to put them down. When I was reading about it, that's what the guy said to do. You have to use fire. And I'm like, oh, fire. Okay. The, okay. I do want to mention, like, because that's all in the lab. But when you go down to the lab... And you had that little tram ride, and oh god, the lab was so fucking cool when you go down there to me. I can't be the only one that just went, ooh, this is awesome. I liked that you could get the different key card bracelets or whatever to open the doors, the different doors. That was kind of that's kind of neat. I, I thought that was cool, too. And that's what the whole Ada's campaign thing is for, is you get that little, to get part of the bracelet. Oh, Claire's, you just get it from Sherry. Yeah, she's Great. nice. Nice little, <laughs> here you go, Claire. Like how Annette's like, I told you to stay home. Like, I don't think home is going to be safe. <laughs> Plus, you think people would be looking for her, too. Yeah. Well, well, well I mean, it, her, her parents are busy. <laughs> I was going to say, her parents are close by. Like, there's multiple times where Annette's more interested in her work than she is her own daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's crazy. I, I, I mean, I mean, with everything going on, how would you not be a little crazy? That's fair. Watching your husband transform into some kind of hulking beast. Can't be good for the psyche. Nah, probably not. So did you guys enjoy, besides the IVs, which are annoying as hell, did you guys enjoy the labs? Kind of. Like, I like <laughs> the, the uh, getting the code off of the bottom of the trophy was kind of neat. Because, like, I carried the trophy around for a while before I actually examined it and found out that was the code I needed. I think the labs for me is too much going back and forth with fuses and looking for the chess piece like that was where it just felt grindy and maybe because i kept going the wrong way or i didn't have infinite ammo that i did not like the labs i think the labs was the most 
uh, grindy that, part for me. That was still in the sewers, wasn't that, with the chess pieces? Yes. Then you go. Oh, and then lab. you go to. All right. Well, up in. You're right. Though. Maybe that's why I'm saying the it's labs. very close together, and it's all yeah, part yeah. of trying to get to the labs. And the labs are like I love when you first walk in. Welcome to Umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I just, won't kill you. I, I always I just love the idea of this like great lab underneath the city. Like mm-hmm. the first movie. And it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. I liked using the little frequency thing to turn the power back on. That was kind of cool. I take you had a different experience. <laughs> I didn't that. like it. It wasn't hard, it just annoyed me. But I was I was also I get like this in some games where I'm just like, I want the game to be done with, and anything that's that's making the game <laughs> not be done with that's is irritating fair. me. So, so like the the gen- the herbicide that you have to freeze. I'm like, well, I'll just take it to the kitchen and it'll let me put it in the freezer and I'll do it that way. And I ran all the way back there. It's like, nope, this isn't it. All right, this wasn't snake. Snake! <laughs> yeah, with the key card. That was the same thing that I was doing. I was like, it's cold in here. Why is it not freezing? Right. It, like, like I'm doing the wood you're asking me to. Oh, I'm dumb. Specifically... You're creating a time paradox. <laughs> It just felt it did feel like a little bit of padding. I mean, the, the labs in the original game are really short, so they, they did pad it out, which was fine. But I was just I was OK. OK, I should say this. I was OK with the labs until X was going to bring it to you, showed up again. Then I was not OK with the labs anymore. Yeah, I didn't have that. Either. He comes back in the labs in Leon's campaign and chases after you. Um, after you get the herbicide and you drop that dead guy that gets the piece when you grab the little piece to get into the final area, X shows up. So he doesn't die from Birkin in Leon's campaign? No, he gets he gets hit by the bus and then he doesn't show up for a little bit, then he chases after you with Ada, then he then he doesn't show up again until you are in the lab after you grab that piece and he starts chasing after you again. Huh. He doesn't okay. die until he gets lit on fire by some by something falling apart. And then you then he still doesn't die and you have to fight him on an elevator. <laughs> oh, I did read about that where you basically have to survive his yeah. boss fight. You don't actually take them out. You can hurt them and speed it up, but it takes a lot of SMG shots. <laughs> Good thing you had an infant. Uh, well, I had also had a rocket launcher too, but I was trying not to use that because I'm like, oh, this would be one shot and it's over with. That's how I was on the final Birkin fight for Claire. I'm like, I don't want to just use the rocket launcher, but I had the minigun and I just used that anyway. <laughs> it's like, okay now. It gave me the minigun. That was the game's choice. Oh, okay. Never mind. It wasn't okay. the infinite one. Yeah, it, you turn a corner and it's, it's. Wait, you find it or does somebody give it to you? Because I'm trying you find to. Rem- it. It's yeah, like I was just say, sitting on a couple of barrels or something. Which I've always enjoyed. Uh, Resident Evil is always like, oh, here's the final boss, and here's a random <laughs> weapon. Like, here's a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, just somebody drops you a rocket launcher. And you're like, why didn't you just shoot it? Why'd you have to drop it? Oh, I'm just going to turn this. And on the train, there's a minigun. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I, I did want to play through Claire's campaign for this. I just couldn't get myself to do it. I'm glad I played through Claire's campaign because Claire kept me going because Claire's smoking hot. So <laughs> yeah. That helps. <laughs> One small detail I love about this game um, is how your characters look in the beginning of the game and how they look at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Like when you first walk into the police department, you got your jacket on you know little scruffs here and there and then by the end of the game like your jacket's gone you got blood all over you there's just an accumulation of dirt throughout the whole time i such a small detail but like i love it because they have been going through some stuff and it shows mm-hmm. i think the first time i really recognized that happening was in a batman arkham asylum where his suit gets all torn up over the course of the game mm-hmm. 
That's which, so awesome. Hey, uh, stay tuned for that game. Just saying. Oh, yeah, that's really soon, actually. I keep forgetting that we're playing that. <laughs> it's like in like three weeks or two weeks for us. But Pretty soon. Oh, God, that is soon. Okay. Um, like, no, I, as I want to say, like, we talked about the Ivy. We talked about the lab. We talked about Mr. X showing up. And then you end up self-destructing the labs. And you fight. So you don't do it, actually. You grab the G by your sample because Ada told you to because she, she's telling you you need it for the FBI so they can go after Umbrella and Leon buys, buys your bullshit. And... I think how Burke is the one that, or Annette tells him, she's not an FBI. She's a spy. She's just trying to steal it for a, a rival corporation. And I like how that's what finally he listens to the woman who shot him. He goes, hey, wait a second, Ada, you're not telling me the truth, are you? At least they kept Leon super naive, like he was in the old game. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, he's a, it's his first day on the job. He's a cop. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't had any experience. He's probably in his early 20s. Like, it makes sense. So Claire's trying to find the antivirus for Sherry because Sherry gets infected. She gets impregnated. <laughs> okay. By, <she> virus. <laughs> By her dad. <laughs> How worse can we make it, that sound? I don't know. That's pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you can make it worse sounding than that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That is a... Mm. I mean, it didn't... I mean, to make it to make it better, I mean, it wasn't like he actually... He didn't rape her. He just... He, he shoot out little... T- I got okay. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound terrible. Anyway, he shoots out those little like tentacle things that then go inside your mouth and impregnate you, and then you become a G virus monster. Gross. That's what happens to Chief Irons in the original game. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this Except, one, he just kind of gets. Uh, he just kind of gets destroyed by Birkin. Okay, he doesn't get. He doesn't get impregnated. No, he gets like smashed into the floor. Okay, and the first one he gets impregnated and he blows up while you're talking to him, I think. But then again, I never played his Claire's campaign ever. I just seen it in the past. Yeah, he's sitting down at like a gel cell and you're talking to him and like he alien type thing just like rips open and like he okay. falls in half. And this one he just gets Hulk smashed. <laughs> well that's okay. how Ben dies too, right? In the original. Yeah, he blows up too. Everybody's just blown up. Hulk smashed too. That's, that's funny. Weird. <laughs> Why did we play this game? Oh, so I, I, Good so, question, person that put it on the list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, no, wait. No, Irons gets the chest exploder out of him in this one, too. Did he? Yeah, because you're in the orphanage and you have him against right. the wall. Yeah, yeah. And then, but wait, now I'm trying to remember, does he come back or is does that? It? No, that's the end of him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a little alien creature. Sorry trying to remember Very good. i'm i'm fine with you trying to fill in the gaps <laughs> so people are going to want to know well hell there are people listening to this who know and i'm just like mm, no, no. <laughs> screaming at their their phones or whatever i mean there listening. are games i can go in depth in this is not one of them episode 100 when we do our short short uh you know chrono trigger episode i'll go in depth oh oh yeah i'm watching it now he uh he shoves a little tadpole into his mouth yeah and then he just falls over i don't it doesn't look like it actually bursts out of him that's just the end and it comes back later. It's gross. Yeah. Regardless. Oh, yeah, because you go back there as Claire. Mm-hmm. There we go. Right. Good call. With our powers combined. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we have the ability to look things up. Did anyone find all the Mr. Raccoon toys? I shot one. For, I, I got a sheet. I did not give a shit. I, I, I shot them if I saw them. Yeah, I don't know exactly. if I collect them all. I When I normally play games like this, um, this is going to sound so weird, but the stuff like the little raccoon things kind of just it takes me out of the immersion because all of a sudden you have a shiny. Yeah. Yeah. Which... And it's a cartoon shiny. It's not like a blue <laughs> plate shiny, you know, it, I can't even remember. I think they were just that 
you didn't get anything for them, did you? It was just if you Getting, hit them all. Shooting all 15 unlocks the unlimited survival knife. All right. Well, I guess that's good then. I thought Which, $2 did that. <laughs> four started it with the little blue emblems hanging mm-hmm. that you get the, the pistol from. And then five had the BSAA emblems. So four started it. So what do you guys think of that final G virus fight when he knocks down the ceiling and in, in, or the floor and you fight him in that bottom area because you're trying to because Annette's trying to contain the, won't let him. Annette this whole time is trying to stop him from escaping because she doesn't want the G virus to get out. Partly because she doesn't want people to die. Partly because she's crazy. <laughs> uh, we didn't have that fight. We fought him on the uh, the tram platform. That's Claire. Oh, you don't fight him in that fight. No, no, we ha- so there's two different fights with them. One, there's a bunch of explosive things um, that you have to fight them with. And then once you think that's done, um, as you're getting on the tram, uh, that's why we were talking. That's where you get the minigun. Mm-hmm. He, okay. Yeah, he jumps down um, again and then is now a wall crawler. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Spider-Man. Yeah, more like Venom. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't Carnage. see that even because I, like I said, I stopped watching YouTube videos of this game because I just couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, uh, but that being said, um, I hate the fight with him where you have to try to lure him in and hit explosives and he's constantly lunging at you and swinging. I think it, this is where I had the most trouble for an actual boss fight and I would get turned around because there's like little sections that had items for you and more ammo, but uh, uh, the, I died quite a few times during that boss fight. Is that the one just after he goes Mr. X? Like the second time you fight him? No, this is near the end. Oh. It, like it, in the lab. That's it's right one. when, yeah. It's barely it, blocked it, this out. <laughs> it's a big one. It's right at, like as soon as you're leaving, kind of, and the self-destruct sequence is, I think, either about to initiate or has been initiated. Yeah, it's, like I said, he's he's just picking up like explosive barrels and, and winging them at you. And then after that is when you escape and then the other boss battle happens. You have I don't have any memory of this. I, I don't. I don't. You got, you got to shoot the eyeballs on them. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. He blocked off this, this game. This is when uh, she sends a net with the the antivirus to yeah. go to Sherry. Gotcha. There you go. I do think it's cool how they both are trying to get the G virus for different reasons, or both trying to get something. One's being tricked, and one's trying to save a girl. That's the way it always is. And it just turns out the girl you're trying to save is tricking you. <laughs> it can't happen. Is any, so, and then you had the, you had, I, like, I did the final fight with Mr. X where you just, like, we were talking about earlier, that was annoying. I know in the original game, he only, as I said before, he only shows up in the B scenario. Man, someday I need to, I need to replay the original game, do A and B, but we'll see. Not this time. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, I don't know if I ever played the B scenario on the original one. Oh, I think. I think I was too young, and I was like, ah, "That's it. I'm not playing this game ever again." <laughs> sort of, sort of how you feel right now. I like I, I don't, I don't need to play the B. I'll never play this game again in my life. Sounds very familiar. Unless we do the the unlock stuff. He won't. We don't. He ain't doing no tofu. I can tell you that much. Apparently, but. there's multiple tofu characters. There's five now. Yeah, there's tofu, mochi. Uh, I think Flan. I think Flan's one. Yep. Um, tofu, that, cognac, Urimochi, Flan, and Anin Tofu. I, <laughs> they, they each have different loadouts. I think Anin Tofu is the girl version of Tofu, right? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, any last thing to say about the main campaign? <laughs> it was Regular. fantastic and lovely. And oh, white knuckle ending. thrill ride. And you don't get the real ending if you don't beat both A and B scenario. And the real ending is Leon and Claire escape off the tram and they're walking down the street around the highway with Sherry, a truck drive by Leon's like, Oh, go hide. And then the guy just flips them off as they drive by it. Uh, yeah. weird. Well, yeah, and then there's a, well, there's a boss fight before that too. What? 
What boss fight? You gotta fight the yeah the tyrant as as the the tomb tube worm thing. Oh, okay. I thought you were okay. I I didn't see this because I didn't play. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just remember when original. you when you beat yeah when you beat the game the first time um and you don't have the true ending as the credits roll or before the credits roll you see the back of the tram and it starts to crack open and it's like this story will continue in a b-side and then when you beat the b-side the tram doors open up and it's the worm monster with the giant eye you kill that and then yeah you get the the lovely ending of them just walking down in the middle of the desert road man i miss the terrible dialogue because in the original one Claire or Leon's like it's finally over, and Claire's like, "No, I still have to find my brother." And then Code Veronica happens. It feels like she gives <laughs> up looking for her brother at the end of this game. <laughs> she kind of does. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're walking down the street, and it's like, "Yeah, well, uh, is this our first date? <laughs> a hell of a first date." Is that actually the line? Is that that's the line? I yeah, that's joking. No, they're they're when they're in the middle of the road. I can't remember. Sherry is like, "Are y'all?" boyfriend and girlfriend and they're like well we kind of met just last night eh, that would have been a hell of a first date though right i mean there. okay that does mean there's that one scene when they do meet like in the throughout the game right at the police station after the fire alarm goes off oh, and they're talking at the gate and he's like they're coming she's like i'll be okay he's like they're coming and i'm just like run damn it run i've got the ending pulled up now sherry's like hey can you guys adopt me Oh, God. <laughs> what? And then what I like is that the camera's panning out, and it's just three of them walking down. There is yeah. nothing in sight. And it's just like, they're dead. They're not surviving this. They have to be severely dehydrated. Like, I don't know what kind of antibiotics were pumped into them, but it, you need fluids with medicine. That's all I know. Sherry's like, I want pets. I want to learn how to play musical instruments. Like, both your parents just died. I feel like that's a trauma thing where you're... Especially yeah, as a child where something terrible happens and you're trying to focus on something else like right away, even fair. though because the children will do that. Children will just adapt to things because they have to. And where the adult will just start screaming, the, the child will find a way to get through it. <laughs> that's fair. That, that's a, I'm pretty sure I'm not talking to my ass. That's a real thing. Yeah, that sounds that, right. definitely a real thing. OK, <clears throat> I feel like I've seen I've seen that before with people where it's like they just, you know, they can adapt to changes like. A lot better than we can as adults. Like, example, someone can move into a new house and then be terrified of a fucking <laughs> re- a game. I mean, like, come on now, where my son moved from different si- different cities and different states to live in live where he did, and he and he adjusted just fine. Where I'm sitting here, can't don't want to have to close my door and want to lock it, but don't want to lock it because I have to explain to my wife why'd you lock the bedroom door? Zombies, baby, zombies. zombies I didn't want to have that conversation. Oh, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was terrified of zombies when I was a kid. Uh, laughter playing this. I'd have to sleep with my TV on. I uh, have to have a fan because I lived in the middle of the woods. So if I heard any kind of thing, I I needed a fan on. Like it, this game hurt me as a child. It's a good thing RE Seven didn't come out when you were a kid. That would have been that would have been a nightmare scenario. I I would still be just locked away somewhere. <laughs> Whether it's my closet, you know, my dad constantly like wanting me to come out. Like no, just slide the food under the door, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. All right. I don't think anything else we there is. I mean, we can briefly mention how there is that unlockable chapter. You play as hunk. We're not going to go into too much detail. There's a tofu thing, which is the hunk chapter. But you play as a big giant walking thing of tofu that only has a knife. Yeah, he jiggles and makes noises, too. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out at some point. There's a there's a speed run of it on awesome game done quick. Nice. Yeah. Is that the end of a scenario with um, Leon? If you watch the whole run, then he does clear and then he does tofu at the end i will check that out one thing i did want to ask uh did the original two have hunters in it no 
Because there are no hunters in this game. No, because the liquor is replaced the hunters. Uh, yeah. In canon, um, the hunters are actually in this game. Not in this game, but they're in Raccoon City. You fight them in Outbreak when you go down to the lab. Outbreak's not canon. Yes, it is. Is it really? Yes, it is. Like the, What? There are parts... <laughs> There are parts of Outbreak that are canon, parts that aren't, but like some of the stuff they did is considered canon. I don't remember if all the chapters are considered canon, but I do know certain parts of, of Outbreak are canon. They just happen at different places, but I don't think any of the people actually survive. Mm. But like the zoo, I know the lab that you go down to in Outbreak, that's canon. The hospital that they're in with the leech monster, the same hospital that Carlos goes to a little bit later or, you know, during the same event, he's there after they are, stuff like that. I wonder if... Hunters come from the T-Virus specifically, yes, and that's yes. why they're not in this, because it's the T-Virus. This is also where they're trying to, you know, make a different game and not reuse assets as much, even though they probably should have. Yeah, well, that's fair. That's a big part of it, too, Like, because I think the Lickers, like I said, completely replaced the Hunters. But yeah, Outbreak's canon, Outbreak 2 is canon, Degeneration is canon. Yeah. Huh. I can, I can, I know a lot about Resident Evil. <laughs> Degeneration's already been on the show, right? Yes, but not the second one or the third one. The second one was supposed to be in Spooktober, but after things happened, it got uh-huh. taken off. We watched Blade instead. I've never seen the other two. I I seen, I've only seen Gen Generation once. That's been a long time ago. Good movie. I rewatched it last year. Good movie. All right, should we go to questions, comments, and memories? Sure. I'm all about it. <laughs> you got some. I didn't ask in a lot of groups because I just didn't want to talk about this game any longer. <laughs> Uh, first from the Overblood group, I got from John Aldridge. I still remember Mr. X completely fucking me up after I got caught by a zombie. I have a video on my Facebook that Mr. X sucks. Oh, from Greg Fairchild, my expectations were through the roof and it heavily surpassed them. That's because every time you heard X, you smile because X will bring it to you. I just heard boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> So with that mod, like when he's out in the hallway, is it still playing the music? If it's, is it just like muffled? Like it's, it's right muffled. The it, it's That's muffled. amazing. And <laughs> so as he gets closer and closer. Now, I've played it without the mod, but <laughs> the, once I found out that mod existed, I. Uh, yeah, that would that would make it a lot more tolerable. Mm-hmm. I'd also know there's one that turns him into the goose from Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> now, that's true horror right there. <laughs> All right, this one from Kyle Smith. It's a bit of a long one, but it looks good. Resident Evil 2 sweeps you up into its horror and nostalgic in a way I've never experienced before. Returning to the RPG station felt like delving into it for the very first time. That's because you can't see anything. F me. Every corner felt dark. Every room felt new. Even with the old school music running the whole time, I felt the dread and the stress of planning how to get down that hallway with the liquor in it. And boy, those outfits were great. I didn't see any of them, but they were there. Yeah, you can unlock the... Costumes from the original game. Yeah, I, I saw that. They look terrible. There's the noir mode where you put on noir outfits and everything's black mm-hmm. and white. Um, Claire, Claire looks good in that suit. <laughs> and there's also blocky versions, like straight out of the, uh, the original game. But I will agree with him. This game is, I was excited, played it. And, and like I mentioned earlier, it, the little twist that they did. So you're not replaying the same game and all the new stuff that you get to see and just, Anytime you get to revisit one of your childhood games and it's been redone and so you're not wearing your memory glasses and like, yeah, exactly. And and getting to experience it all over again, um, kind of the way you remembered it when you played it 20 years ago. And, you know, I'm glad they took their time with it and they did it justice the way it should have been done. So, Adam, what are some of your favorite games? I can put them on the show and bring you back from your childhood. <laughs> to, to I, I am I am never mentioning any of my favorite childhood <laughs> games ever again. 
I, I, I have something, something on your show that you're like, and I and I can't remember what it was. You're like, I'm never gonna play it again. I just don't remember what it was. Oh, it was in one of your. It was in your first episode. Yeah, the... guilty pleasures. Yeah. Um, it was probably the club or split second. I think it was the club. The club. Um, the club. I couldn't do an episode on that, or I would try. Which. <laughs> which I have since then bought and have it installed. <laughs> I, I haven't played it yet because I keep hovering over it. Like I just, maybe I should just remember it. I remember liking it too. Mm-hmm. So you're not the only one that liked it. That's a good episode, by the way. I love guilty pleasure games. So it was right up my alley. Thank you. Oh, and since I brought it up, we should mention, you want to give a shout out to your show real quick. Yeah. Uh, it early. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to Mike. Um, and bringing me on to his uh, show often. It made me realize that I enjoyed talking to people, especially talking to people about video games. So you can catch me and more of my shenanigans and talking to people on Talk Games Chew Bubblegum, where we you know, release episodes uh, periodically, sometimes throughout the week. If we have something else we want to say, we're trying to do live streams on Sunday. And I think after this episode, I know that I have to have Mike on very soon for i don't know just to torture him like he's tortured me for a <laughs> oh come on um i'll be i'm november's not will be a little wrecked but after january i'm everything's free again for me i get my that's, life back that's right now where we're at too okay because yeah so, my, no worries my no worries i'm not right now i'm not gonna torture you too much oh uh, work is dead but my life has been that way of moving let's just say that i'm just gonna say do the words henshin a go-go baby mean anything to you <laughs> Save states, baby. That's what it means to me. <laughs> Actually, I've been wanting to go back to that game because I need to finish it. So, and if I have save states, it won't be a problem. Okay. Which I will. <laughs> Every time from this again. <sighs> I could do with that. Okay. I should read some more questions. All right. I do have some from the Resident Evil Veterans group on Facebook from Mitch Parker. It was given so much more love than Resident Evil 3 Remake. You know, someday we'll play that on the show. From Chuck Neagle. I loved it, but I love all, all, all RE games when they drop. You know, I, I do. I, I like most of them. Uh, from Paul Smith, it stays faithful to the original, which is good. I enjoyed it. Nine out of ten. Uh, Juan Felipe, Felipe, what the hell? It felt amazing returning to the RPG after so many years. From Justin Woodworth, this game recaptured the feeling of OG Resident Evil Two, genuinely being scared like a kid. Yeah, but OG Resident Evil Two didn't say, "Oh, we're gonna shut down. We're gonna make this game completely black for right now." So, <laughs> oh, here's a good one from Devin Gout. It was so good, your post made me play it again. Hardcore time. I'm sorry, sir. What's oh, jeez. I don't know what that is. Hardcore mode? I know what it is. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I couldn't handle that. Me not being able to say... Okay, I saved like over 30, 40 times in this game. And I had infinite ammo. I think I had 15 saves I just saved just because. I think I was under 10. I just love saving. It makes me feel better. <laughs> Safe space. From Flip Urban, shooting off Mr. X hat does nothing. Don't waste ammo on Mr. X. <laughs> hard code, sh- shoot knees, not heads, unless going for kill. There are less herbs in OG, so be careful. Clean library early. Good luck. You get an achievement for shooting off his hat. I got that, too. You're in for a treat. From Jesse Graves, you're in for a treat, bud. For me, this game replaces the original. The third remake, not so much. People really hate on that on that, on that that remake of 3, though. So I watched a review on it yesterday, and apparently they kept the, the bullet spongy zombies, even though it was more of an action-y game originally. So it's kind of a weird mesh of hard zombies in a game where they should be fodder. Eh, not that was one of, the big, one of the big complaints I saw. Well, we'll find out. That's all infinite ammo when we find out. When it gets down to 20 bucks, I will pick it up. All right, from Nori Cruz, take good care of Sherry. Oh, yeah, I mean, I didn't have to worry about that. Okay, <laughs> from, this one, 
from Bruno Andre. I was very hyped to play it. It was a, at a family party reunion at my uncle's house. His wife was playing it, and then she asked me to play. We were all helping each other on what to do. Then by around 1.30 a.m., we finished the game. It's cool. I like when people fun. all play these games together. Uh-huh. Man, more comments about how Resident Evil 3 is not as good as 2. Man, people. <laughs> all right, last one from this group that I'm going to read. Uh, from Joey Johnson. I absolutely love the game. I got wrecked a lot on my hardcore playthroughs. There's a song that always comes to mind when playing it just because I discovered the song before the game dropped. I also remember how hard I grinded to get under an hour. That shit was difficult. Was oh, the well, song X going to give it to you? That's, well, that's what it should have been. <laughs> it and has actually, to be. I lied. Last one from this group. 80 right. I can't have been the only one to get so fed up with being chased by Mr. By Mr. X. I nearly said, fuck this game and turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I've got a couple more from the Resident Evil experts group. Another one from Devin Golit. This Which game is one of my. Not. This game is one of the few <laughs> games in existence that can that can light pure panic and fear inside of me. Please play with good loud audio, lights low, and with brightness setting within the guidelines. You'll be sure for an make experience. Uh, sound on low, lights all on inside the basement, <laughs> and brightness turn up as high as it would go. Check. That's how I played this game. Uh, from Omar Chadhuri, Mr. X triggers my my anxiety, yet I strangely like it. Triggers my anxiety, too, and I don't like it. <laughs> Being stalked by a big guy punching me in the face is not one of my kinks, I found out. Uh, from a name I can't read, there is a part of me that wishes I could take a pill and completely forget how to play Resident Evil 2 Remake because I would love to have that newbie feel all over again. Give you credit. I give you credit. I don't. I didn't want the newbie feel. <laughs> but someone enjoyed it. All right. That's all I got for questions and memories. Mike, I found a mod that I think would have helped you play this game. I posted in the, uh, the Skype chat. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It's not as good as X gonna give it to you, but it you, would, need, uh, it in, you need it in combination with that. Yeah, that, that's great. It is a mod that makes every step Mr. X takes have Squeaky. like a, a squeaky noise. It tones, it tones down the impending doom. It does. Yeah. You just think you're just gonna get a nice bubble bath when he's coming towards you. Oh my you. god! Time. It's Thomas the Tank Engine! Oh, I did see that one too. Oh, that's not what you sent? That's not that's what you're trying not to send what me? I sent. No, I'm it's not. in the in the Skype chat. There's the doll. I see that one. Now we're about to go down a rabbit hole of Resident Evil 2 mods. No, I, I do I, like I was... it that there's so many mods of this. <laughs> I was looking at them after during this episode where we recorded, and so many of them are just re uh, reskins of Claire, and it's it's a dangerous thing to to go through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, make Claire. And there's Naked Mr. X too. I know there's that in this game too. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't need Mr. X in anything, but... Oh, it's a visible Mr. X, too. That's even fucking worse. I did see one that removed him completely. Oh, that's what that was. Okay, mm, that's how I should have played this game. <laughs> I've... Oh, God, there's some funny-ass music ones. I'm just looking at that video you sent me. There's just, like, random just music playing. <laughs> oh, I found the X gonna give it to you one. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you're right. I can see why you were smiling at him. This is exactly. It, it, it just <laughs> makes you happy. Like, it... <laughs> You get you get a good boss music too. You you just like start pumping like yeah, all right. And oh shit, now it's there. But at least you know he's coming. The footsteps would throw me off. Oh, somebody replaced him with Nemesis. Oh, that's, that's not surprising. This is good. This is good radio, by the way. <laughs> I don't play radio. I mean, it's so for those that don't know, these are some of the mods that we are going through and listen. I'm watching that you can't see, and I'm telling you about. <laughs> oh, there's also a mod where every single enemy in the game is Mr. X. Oh, jeez. And they all look like they play like Mr. X too. All the zo- like in the in the jail cell part when you release the lever and you, all the zombies come out, they're all Mr. X is chasing after. You. And they all punch you like Mr. X too and grab you like Mr. X. They all just are Mr. X. Fun, oh, fun stuff. I can't imagine playing this. You know, I bet somebody did though. 
If it's out there, somebody did it. I, I we go back to good radio again. Uh, so <laughs> I just can't. I can't even imagine playing like that. And again, I can't. I hate Mr. X. Well, we couldn't. Like, ima- I, couldn't imagine playing the game normally either. So you are correct, sir. You are correct. <laughs> and I never will find out either. I mean, again, I was actually really excited to play this game for the first time before I moved and before I did, and then I just with everything going on, I just wasn't I wasn't in the right mindset. And that's another thing I think is very interesting about like when, when we do the show, it's really taught really taught me that playing games in the right mindset will affect how you perceive a game so much more. Like if you're not in the mood for a horror game and you're being forced to play horror games because you made yourself a podcast, it makes you react much differently to them where you, I don't have as much enjoyment. Like if I was playing like two years ago, I would be like, ah, I'm not playing this right now. I'll come back. Where this year was like, well, I don't have it. <laughs> you gotta beat it in a week. All right, any last things we should say about RE2 before we go to show for box? I missed the voice acting. I think I said that already, but like, it bummed me out that they changed the opening dialogue. Oh, the I voice acting. a maniac. Why'd he bite me? It's all really good voice acting, too, in this one. Really good yeah. song. It, and, it feels ill-fitting for a Resident Evil game. It's it's supposed to always have bad voice acting. And the the sound, the music, the sound effects, all that is phenomenal. It's really good. All right, let's let's go to show for box. And, and, Adam, since you're our guest, why don't you go first? Shelf, 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 shelf. <laughs> uh, okay. Like I said, a Resident Evil 2 is by far, it. You know, Resident Evil 4 is probably going to always be my favorite Resident Evil uh, for purposes. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil 2 was fantastic. Um, Resident Evil 2 Remake did it justice. And like I've said multiple times, it brought me back to my childhood. It gave me the scares. I got to relive it um, and relive it in all of its glory and how... The game just looks so good. And the, like you said, the audio. I play with headphones on and having just being immense in Raccoon City. Uh, yeah, it's a shelf. It's an easy, easy shelf. That's about what, that's what I mean. I expected that from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. And Mike, how about you? Uh, like we said at the top of the episode, like it definitely has its merits. It's great for people that like this kind of game. Unfortunately, you and I are not those kind of people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't deal with fear quite as well as others but uh and it definitely got fun it's just the little stuff that brought it down like the durability of the knife and how dark it is mr x chasing you everywhere and uh the lack of a fixed camera from the original kind of messed with me too like i had more difficulty trying to figure out where to go and i had trouble aiming the way the zombies kind of like dodge your shots but <clears throat> that being said it did make me want to go back and play some of the older resident evils so i guess i had that going for it so it's going to go in the box. I'm going to steal Bill Tucker's thing where it's not the box in the garage. It's kind of like the box in the side room in the closet that you can get to easily. Because I'm sure I will play this again someday, just not anytime soon. <laughs> okay. I will never play this again, probably. <laughs> and I, I will go next. I think it's obvious this is going So it's going on the shelf then, right? It, it, well, it technically will go on a shelf, yes, but not not, not this figurative shelf. <laughs> uh, it's going in the box. I mean, it's a great game. It's amazing what it does well, but I am not the audience for this game. I am not somebody who can handle the amount of anxiety and fear and stress that this game put on me. I would stress about playing this game long before I turned down my PS4 because I knew I had to play it. And, and that is not, I don't like that. So I am never, never going to play it again. I, I'm glad that people enjoy it. I'm glad that it exists, but it is not for me and me. And I just could not handle it right now. So going into the box and that's it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be in better mindset when we play three. I think we will be. I mean, again, we just also coming off. Like we had a shit week not too long ago where me, I'm in the process of moving. I have other stress going on with, with my, with my job. Uh, you have, you were in the I, hospital. <laughs> I almost died. Yeah. So that's a mess with the you. best month for us. Yours is a little worse than mine, but and we also did play Blood Omen 2 not that long ago. 
I played some of it. And Adam, why don't you give another shout out to your podcast since this is where she, <laughs> I should <laughs> talk games, chew bubblegum. Uh, we talk about everything. Yeah, games, uh, our list of stuff that we, you know, it, our guilty pleasures. We just released an episode about our favorite weapons in video games. Um, we're doing a villains episode coming up soon. Uh, yeah, have a lot of fun. Um, coming next year, we have some really cool guests uh, coming along, not just yourself, Mike. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and we have a, a really cool episode that we're planning right now that our show is going to be taken over by somebody that does the entrance. Of, okay. Or the, okay. So uh, that's all I'm going to say. If you don't know who does the entrance to, or the uh, intro, 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 there you go. I'm like, why entrance? Doesn't... <laughs> if you don't know who does the intro to the episode, you should listen and then get ready for the takeover episode of that. That's awesome. That's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> hey, you're not a stitcher yet, by the way, still. I will try to figure out how to fix that. I can send you the link to do it because I, I want to listen to your show more, but I like Stitcher only for some reason. Okay. I have no logical reason. I just use Stitcher. And if you're not, a, and, and you're not the only one, a lot of podcasts don't end up on Stitcher for some reason, even though Stitcher is like the number two or number three you're supposed to be on. Oh, well then, you know, we'll fix that. I, I looked for you recently. I'm like, why is he not a Stitcher yet? Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. And then if you, so definitely check his podcast out. There will be a link in the show notes for his show, of course, which is pretty damn good, Ashley. I enjoy it. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. the first episode I listened to. Oh, I, shucks. I, I was all, and I haven't listened to it since because he's not on Stitcher. But <laughs> I will catch up when you do that. <laughs> he likes, I just, just don't like it that much. <laughs> I do, but Stitcher is just a thing that I use for everything. I mean, that makes sense. We want to be, if that's what you listen to, we want to be on it, you know? So I, I, the other thing, I, and okay, and I do want to say, if you enjoyed this episode, we have covered a bunch of other Resident Evil episodes because because of reasons we did resident evil 2 on episode 9 we did resident evil remake the first one on episode 33 resident evil nemesis episode 63 outbreak 73 and we did ge- degeneration between 38 and 39 during our spooktober last year so uh, you, and f- as I, you forgot one what my my first episode oh god i did Rack forget one <laughs> uh, yep i'm ready i don't god i don't even remember what episode that was i have so no idea it's in the 30s and it's late 30s, early 40s. So definitely yeah. check that out. God, I forgot. I forgot all about Raccoon City. <laughs> if only. Oh, that tells you how much. I, I mean, I enjoyed the episode, but whew, that, that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of Resident Evil on this show. <laughs> so definitely check those out. We do, and I should say this is the end of. Well, this is technically the end of the regular Spooktober. There is going to be one comic episode to finish out your Spooktober that comes out after this, which is going to be the long Halloween with Batman. We went through that, so definitely check that out. But. We finished our second Spooktober of games my mom found. My first one. I'm it so could have been worse. Oh, God. It could have been worse. If Fatal Frame 2 would have stayed on the list and some of the other games. Yeah, it would have been a lot worse. Yeah. Oh, I would I would pay money just to watch you play <laughs> Fatal Frame. I would pay money. We talked about it this morning. Like I don't think either one of us would have been in the right mind to get through that game. No. I, would I stream someday? I will stream it. I, awesome. It, I am... I'm eventually going to videotape me playing games once I get my my whole geek den set up next year at some point, and I'm going to start streaming me play some games and try to put myself in other places. The day, gotta get, gotta the get day you do Fatal that. Frame Two, I I will say it right now. The day you do Fatal Frame Two and you play at least an hour and a half of it, I will gift you everybody that's watching. I'll put gift subs in. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it will happen someday because I I it will be on the show someday. Not anytime soon. There are other. I do want to play Haunting Ground though next year. Oh man, 
So we talked this whole episode of how <laughs> you hate being chased by people. Yeah, I was you, can't say. Even fight, you can't even fight back in that game, and it's all being chased by. Yeah, but there's a difference in that game. I hit F5, I hit F7. <laughs> I hit Jeez. F5, I hit F7. Problem solved. <laughs> Chase me all you want. If I can just, oh, I went in the wrong door. Reload. Oh, I go in this door instead. No, Looking forward to that one. I, I don't know what happened. I just, I just, I just know it's something that I want to play because I never played it. Okay, I should finish up this episode. So if you enjoyed this episode, we do comics, we do movies. We're constantly going through the MC movies. We're on anywhere you get your podcasts. We're on YouTube now, finally. I'm, I'm in the process of uploading all the episodes to YouTube, so definitely please subscribe, because I need 100 subscribers. I only got two so far at the time of this recording, and, and both of them are on this episode <laughs> with me. So definitely please subscribe to that. It helps us out. I mean, we, there's no, it's just a podcast on YouTube, but it's there in case you want to put it in a tab and listen to it while you're at work, which no one does anymore because it's 2020 outbreak. So, yeah. So please follow us on there. Please listen to our other episodes. If you enjoy the show, tell someone. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Let someone know that you enjoy games my mom found. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm constantly posting new images of what's going on with the show. I'm going to give a shout-out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from the ZP Bite the Bullet. Definitely check him out on YouTube. You'll see a link in the show notes. And please follow Adam on wherever you get your podcast, besides Stitcher, where he is, where he is not. <laughs> uh, definitely check him out. His show is pretty damn good. Oh, It's much more mellow and less chaotic than this show is <laughs> like they're not fighting with each other and themselves and playing games that make them want to stop doing a podcast not okay. yet i mean are you gonna play i'm trying to think of some games that are so when are you doing for number of black plague uh so he doesn't do horror games that's the only uh, thing yeah. he, he is he is worse at horror games than y'all is that possible it, it, like a manual. it is he can... is absolutely worse than us like he will not do it he's like oh listen like when we started this i'll do whatever you want i just i'm not doing survival horror i can't do it why didn't I start this show that way? <laughs> That's a fair question. Man. We played Survival Horror within our first, our second episode of Survival Horror, the show originally. Sound yeah, good? but given the old crew, you were outnumbered when it came to horror, not horror. Except not, yeah, not with the original crew with DJ, because he didn't like horror either, but the other two did. God, that was a long time ago. All right, I think I need to wrap up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we will talk to you guys all next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.